0: Yeah, well, the the music is is officially over. Howdy and welcome to episode 80 of Wada Hockey, where we talk all things Texas hockey and the culture that surrounds. Make sure to check out our friends over at Texas Hockey Apparel right now. Uh, Certainly make sure to follow us at Wada Hockey on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook for all the latest updates and news surrounding hockey here in North Texas and the rest of the state and, and pretty much throughout the entire southern hemisphere or southern region of the U.S., it seems like got friends in louisiana now we're gonna start making friends in oklahoma uh but we'll get to that in a little bit and much more we have another stellar guest lined up today for the french fries but before we jump over to our interview you know the drill we gotta catch up with the boys we're a man short today jason is in the uh the great white north
1: uh so patrick how was your weekend the the mexico of the north yeah mexico (laughs) the snowy (laughs) mexico i had a good weekend dude we don't have any weddings to go to which is nice. Supplies. Not that they weren't fun, but God damn it's so much. <laughs> um, went to DeLuca Pizza oh, dude. in the design district, which I would highly, highly recommend to anybody. It's like a Brazilian steakhouse for pizza.
0: And it's good pizza. It's not yeah, like Cece's pizza.
1: Yeah. I think our friends referred to it as fancy Cece's, which is pretty apt, I would say. That's fair. But it it's really good. Would definitely recommend the uh, Nutella dessert pizza put yes. CC's to shame.
0: Well, I mean, it's five dollars for a buffet, so <laughs> it's, the the bar isn't exactly what I would say is high.
1: I, I think inflation's got it up to like six ninety nine now. So
0: unbelievable, unbelievable.
1: You know, I had I had a coach, a football coach in high school, that his primary job was franchising CC's. And we would always stop at a CC's on the way to football camp up at Lake Texoma. He said you had to eat 23 pieces of pizza for CC's to lose money on a buffet, which is insane to think about.
0: It sounds like a challenge, honestly.
1: You get all those linemen in there. I don't know if they ever got to 23, but they certainly tried.
0: Jeez. Well, we hope Jason's having a great time. DeLuca, we'll have to do a, a show visit to DeLuca and see what kind of damage we do. You always save the crust, even if it's fancy pizza. I will say, though, in in uh, in lieu of Jason not being here, make sure to head over to conwayandbanks.com. The interchangeable slots for all your gear, it's the best bag in the business. The foot, venting, mat. The, the foot mat, the moisture-wicking foot mat, uh, the vents on the side keep the smell out. I definitely forgot to take my gear out last night. And it didn't smell nearly as bad as it should have. It should have been able to knock me out. And it just made me a little dizzy. Uh, so definitely <laughs> head over to Conway and Banks or head over to our link tree. Uh, type in Wada Hockey link tree on your, on your Google search, on, on whatever you use, Yahoo, AOL, if that's still even around. And look down at our links. There is a link that takes you directly to Conway and Banks and it gets 10% off your entire order. Uh, yeah, so head over to Conway and Banks. And Patrick, this one's for you. Uh, get to the rink in
1: style, style. three colors, three sizes, guaranteed. Three, you colors, one. three Yes. You'll love it. You love it. We love it.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to do my best for Jason. Uh, and then obviously I had a great weekend, got to play with the pilones, the little pylons again, uh, pulled out another victory. Uh, we, we got stepped up to the next league and, uh, undefeated nice. so far. Knock, knock. Uh, hopefully keep that going through the weekend. Got some uh, personal news. If you've seen my social media, Gonna be uh, joining the Mid City Junior Stars of the NA3HL here pretty soon. Working some PR and marketing, and a little bit, st- a little bit more uh, inside the rink there in Uls. So really, really excited for that. Um, gonna be reaching out to people, making some connections. Hopefully, get some, uh, get some cool people in there, and have a lot of fun once the season gets started. And then, yeah, obviously Sauce Toss. they're still rocking with us. So go over to saucetoss.com uh, and use Wada Sauce code Wada for ten percent off your entire order. Uh, and then lastly this is pretty big news for the show but i'm really pumped to announce that gac service co as the official heat and air vendor of Wada hockey uh summer is here it's officially drop the gloves and the heat is beating the piss out of every single one of us uh here in north texas and all around the state if you are ready to have your home feeling like a hockey rink call 972-278-6739 for all your ac repairs and needs GAC has been working in North Texas for literally over 30 years now, Uh, so you will be in safe hands. Uh, My buddy Trey is one of the higher-ups there. I love the kid. Uh, He's given us an awesome opportunity to represent him, and he's representing us. So again, that's 972-278-6739, and make sure to let them know that we at Wada Hockey sent you. Because that's what's important. We want to let them know that we're helping wherever we can. So, yeah, snaps all around. Snaps all around for all of that, Fink. Proud of you. um, It's fun, man. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, And now, uh, as I said, we do have a special guest on the show today. We are joined by the newest member of the Allen Americans, who has spent most of his time with the Fargo Forest and Omaha Lancers of the USHL, more recently with the University of Denver, and most recently the Northern Michigan University, uh, most notably for Wada hockey, he's the first ever Dallas Stars elite alumni and local North Texas native, uh, Hank Crone. Welcome to Wada Hockey. How are you? Good, good.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always nice to see Texas being uh, represented. I think I don't think people fully realize how big of a deal it is down there. So it's nice to, you know, have some people helping out with that, right?
0: Yeah, man. We're we're having a blast. It. Yeah, whenever. Uh, Tommy Daniels with the Americans, you know, said, you know, Hey, uh, this kid, he's from North Texas. Uh, so you were born and raised in Cedar Hill, right? Yep, yep. So North Texas, not unfamiliar with the territory, uh, Cedar Hill, big high school football school though, here in the last, like what, 15, 20 years, what two or three state titles. Uh, so I have to ask before we get to obviously the, the huge news of you signing with the out Americans, what, what was it like growing up in Cedar Hill and how did you, get introduced to hockey of all sports.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty crazy story. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, especially now, you know, besides Mansfield, all the rinks are, you know, north of downtown. You know, there's not much yeah. that's south of downtown. So I'm sure you guys know, but, you know, the old Duncanville rink was yep. um, like, I mean, I don't want to say that it was always empty, but when I was growing up, I mean, it was pretty much like my personal rink um you know so i only lived like 10 minutes from there and um my dad grew up in connecticut so he played you know hockey growing up and then played men's league in dallas um when that rink opened up the rink opened up the same year i was born um obviously when the stars won it so um when i was like three just kind of said you know we'll see if he likes it and i went up there and i just never left i mean it was pretty much like right away i knew that that's what I wanted to do. And it just so happened that, um, everybody working at Duncanville was, was super friendly and nice. And, you know, in the summers, I mean, I would just get dropped off at nine and picked up at five and it was kind of kind of like pre <laughs> like daycare That's awesome.
0: So it was almost like a job before you knew what a job was, or it was just like, this is my, this is what I want to do. So if I'm a nine to fiver, then here we are.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's uh sports in my family. So I think it was always kind of, you know, explain to me that you know if you're if you're good at something and you love it, you know you're able to make money. It's you know it's the same thing as a job. You're just you know might be a little more enjoyable. So, um, kind of you know growing up around sports and stuff like that, it was I thought it was kind of cool. You know, obviously playing hockey. Not a lot of kids I went to school with or anything. You know, no one said, oh, I play hockey. So I always thought that was pretty cool and. Probably wouldn't be a very good football player, even if I loved it. So uh, I don't think I don't think I missed missed out on too much.
0: Well, I mean, I, I feel like the same way, like you find the sport and you just kind of you put everything into it. So let's talk a little bit about the last couple weeks, because obviously it's been a while since the Americans have had someone from North Texas, uh, really, if ever, uh, in my memory joining the americans and being a part of something that really started just down the road from them and for you so when was that or what was that experience like did did you get the call initially or did you and your camp kind of reach out to them or what take us through that process and what that was like for you on your end yeah no it was
2: um obviously i had a good year at northern and you know the plan was to kind of see what what uh what options i had at the end of the year and. Um, there was a few, you know, two way things and I didn't really know if I wanted to do that just with, you know, you don't really know what you're getting into with, you know, the organization type thing. And I mean, having to, you know, you don't, if you don't, if you've never gone through it, you know, you can only really ask for people that have and try to get as much advice and, and knowledge as, as you can. And, um, I was actually really close, like I would say within a week, you know, to signing overseas. Oh wow. And so I was planning on doing that. That was kind of the plan all along just because you know I have a lot of people that I you know I've skated with and take advice from that you know and one being Coach Costello mm-hmm. um, which is kind of how it happened though. So I've known him for the last couple of years. I skated with him the summer and you know he always would you know we'd keep in touch and you know I kind of leaned on him for some advice through school on you know what he thinks I should do or what what would he do and um, he was always just really helpful to me in the summers. And it was always someone who was nice to see around the rink, even though he's not from there, you know, he's, he's obviously lives here now, mm-hmm. but he, uh, yeah. So he called me and just said, you know, I've, I've played in Europe. I've done both things. And, you know, I don't think that your, your dream is necessarily done um, in North America. You know, I think you're good enough to play in the AHL and I obviously feel that way too. So um, I'm looking at it as like, a really good opportunity to not only be at home but to play for someone who, you know, played a similar style that that I like to play and um someone who might, you know, is considered undersized and um has had to prove in it or uh, prove it everywhere he's been and you know that's kind of the type of player that I'd like to end up being.
0: Yeah, I mean, having coach Costello there and, and knowing that he's going to head that organization is is really exciting cuz you know, it's 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 breathing new life uh, into the guys on the ice that you can already kind of see with the group that he's brought on so far. But like I kind of said earlier, before we jump into to your career up to now, uh, playing college hockey, you played for the Dallas Stars Elite, and that has some pretty notable alumni names in uh, Seth and Caleb Jones and then Blake Coleman out of Plano. So what was that experience like for you, and how did that kind of help – prepare you for college and then ultimately signing a professional contract with the Americans? Yeah. I mean, it was a
2: crazy, I I I mean, I I think I got really lucky. I mean, like a lot of the kids in in Dallas that, you know, were able to play for stars elite. I mean, there's, there's always been great coaches and, and, you know, a lot of people that really do care about it and actually know what they're talking about. And, um, obviously the facility in Valley ranch has just gotten better and better every year, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I actually, I it was, it was. I'm sure you guys know. It was, you know, it was the attack before the Stars Elite. That was the first AAA program.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so I actually played for the attack the very first year there was a AAA team. I played on the '97, so I played a year up, and then I played another year with the attack the first year of '98, um, and then that coach, um, guy named Jordan French, had us all the way till '14, and we our our team. I mean. Not, I. I mean, I know you didn't really ask this, but I like to you know brag about it. I mean, for for a Texas youth hockey program, which someone you know a lot of people, especially at that time, wouldn't think that would be a you know a big deal or you know really successful. I mean, we won a lot of games, and we won against some some pretty notable teams, and we ended up having um, you know me, Solog Bakich, Ryan Keen, Cam Donaldson, Max Gildon. I mean, five or six Division One college hockey players. You know probably going to end up being at least three or four that play some type of professional. Um, So just for, for that age group, you know, on one team, it was pretty, pretty cool to see and still had, you know, and then had a lot of other kids that continued to play and, you know, played at Texas schools, um, you know, and had a really good time and stuck with it for a long time. So I think that that kind of says a lot about the organization and that, you know, there's not a lot of kids quitting and it's a lot of kids that, you know, are at least, giving it all they can and seeing as far as they can go with it. I mean, as long as you're still doing it and having fun, obviously there's no reason not to do it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I obviously playing for Stars League was really cool. I play, I actually played with Caleb for, you know, a few years because I played up a few times, so mm-hmm. uh, I know him well. And, um, yeah, no, I mean, it was, a, it's like I said, and like you guys said, there's a lot of kids who have gone through it. I mean, you see the banners up at Valley Ranch, which is, I think is a really cool thing that they put in to show that, you know, the success the organization is, has always had and is continues to have. And um but no, it really did help me. And, you know, I got like I said, I got lucky playing for a lot of really good hockey minds at a young age and in a territory that, you know, a lot of people probably didn't respect fully.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I think uh hockey here is, is only going to continue to grow and, and having organizations like that, like the Dallas Elite. I mean, it definitely helps deepen that pool of talent that we have here in North Texas and throughout the entire state. Um, We were kind of talking a little bit before we started recording. um, You had only been to a a handful of Americans games uh, growing up before you kind of went off and started pursuing this dream. Uh, What's that kind of feel like knowing that you've been to a game and watched it and seen the product on ice and now you get to be a part of that?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, it's like I said, it's special. I think it's cool for anyone you know, to be able to play at a professional level, you know, close to home and especially so close to home that, you know, anyone, you know, could come to any game at any time. I know I'm biased, but I think it might be a little more special in it being in a state like Texas. That's just, it's kind of unheard of in a sense, just because, you know, people think baseball, football first. So no, it'll be really cool. And um, I'm super excited. Like I said, I don't remember a ton about it. I mean, I remember going, you know, when I was probably nine or 10 and you know just because at the same time i mean as close as it is you know cedar Hill's is still an hour away from allen so it's true yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have a couple i'm sure a couple long rides home you know on the weekends and stuff but no it'll be really cool like i said a lot of my friends obviously playing with stars elite are from north texas you know are from mm-hmm. frisco plano McKinney, and stuff so i'm always in the area and i think that's another really cool thing you know for a lot of the, there's a lot of the kids that that I grew up playing with that, you know, still live in the area. And as soon as they saw it, we're like, oh man, that's so great. You know, we'll be able to come see you play and stuff like that. So that, that part will be really cool.
0: Yeah. I was going to say the day that you, uh, that the signing was announced that you'd sign with the Americans, your, your social media had to be popping off just like countless notifications.
2: Yeah. I think a little bit, it's funny, you know, obviously that's not the first time that something's happened in my, you know, hockey career that, you know, it's been on social media or been something kind of cool and. I would say that's probably the most replies and stuff that I've ever gotten because it had something to do with Texas. So a lot of people, you know, friends that don't really understand it fully or, you know, people that I met through school that don't really get it, you know, they saw Texas and professional. And, you know, that was obviously a reason to reach out to say, you know, I'm glad you're going home. So, yeah, it was, it was a lot, but, you know, it wasn't anything too crazy. And obviously got to keep in touch, you know, with a lot of people that, you know, maybe I haven't talked to in a while that said they'd like to come out and see a game. So it was great.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, I know Patrick's got one lined up for you, so I'm going to shoot it over to him.
1: Yeah, let's transition over to to hockey gameplay itself. Who in the NHL would you compare your your game to? Is there anybody that you try to emulate?
2: Yeah, I mean that's tough.
1: I think uh,
2: obviously you don't want to say something too crazy, just in the sense of (laughs) you know, it's like guys. guy asked him that and he says Gretzky or something, but, um, no, I mean, I think, uh, a good comparison just size wise. And I mean, I, I know him pretty well and I grew up, you know, playing with and against him. And, um, he's someone that even when I was little, we always knew he was going to be pretty legit. And, um, someone that I think that we play the same style all the time and always have is, uh, Peyton Keller in, in Arizona. So, um, mm-hmm. I think I'm someone similar to that and, you know, likes to play offense, likes to play high tempo, um just that kind of game I mean I think that um you know trying to trying to bring more than that is really what it takes obviously at the pro level but I would say for for my main strengths and the things that I'm going to try to bring it it's going to be stuff like that
0: and say speaking of uh like you see what's going on in the NHL you see those guys did you grow up a Stars fan? I mean, obviously being from North Texas, or or did you kind of defect and say, you know, like, oh, my dad's from up north, I, I want to pick a team in the north?
1: or?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I was like, you know, I would, I, I think I went on like a, a couple little phases, you know, like I think I liked like the Blackhawks for a bit just because I loved Kane, um, but I we actually had season tickets growing up. So I was at a lot of Stars games from, I don't know, I, I, I want to say that we probably got rid of them right before I left home, so at least, you know, 10 good years of me, of memories, you know, going to probably 20 home games a year. So, um, yeah, I mean that, I think my, you know, when, when I think of the Dallas Stars, it's not the, the Kelly or the victory green, it's the, uh, Old school. the black, the black classic green, green yeah. Dallas across. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a different time period, but no, I mean, I was, I was a Stars fan just because, you know, going to the games, that's, it's super exciting as a kid and you know, the AAC gets you know, when it's packed, I mean it's it's as good as any other, you know, NHL arena. So um, no, it was great. Yeah, I was a stars fan growing up to
0: answer your question. So I guess we have to ask who was uh if you had to go back in time and buy one jersey from that era when you were you were in it in the thick of it, uh who who was the guy?
2: Okay, well, I'll I'll, I'll let you guys I'll give you guys five three guesses. I bet you you know you guys will never guess it.
0: Okay, so I'm and this is like you said, you play a little bit undersized. Uh, this guy's not necessarily undersized, but I can see you having the same kind of mindset. And uh, his jersey's hanging behind me, but I'm gonna go with Antoine Roussel. No, oh, I, love
2: that. I think Roussel, I think I'm, I think Roussel might bring a little more. I don't want to say energy, but I think he's he might stir it up a little bit more than than I do. <laughs>
0: All right, that's fair. I mean, he is a bit of an aggressive little French hound. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, man, it's. It, it, I, first off, I love those jerseys with the Dallas script across the chest. Yeah, I think true. they're wildly underrated. Agreed. Um, but if we're going <clears throat> that far back, I mean, that's around the 2010 to 2012 era, I guess. Man, obviously not Jamie Ben because that would be just too obvious, yeah, right? I'll give me one more. I'll give you one more, and then I'll say it. Patrick, do you have any guesses?
1: Oh, man, I don't actually. I,
0: all right, I'll give it one, and I'm hoping it's this guy because we had him on the show before, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's Vern Fiddler.
2: No, but I have met him, and he's super, super great guy. But no, it is not Vern Fiddler. It's actually Mike Barrow.
0: Oh, he's a bit of a wild card.
2: Yeah. So he was actually, you know, I would always say it. When I would go to, you know, different summer things and I was, you know, with kids that are were from different parts of the country, never the Dallas kids because they always got it because they were there. But, you know, he was one of my favorite players growing up and a lot of people. I mean, I don't think he gets enough credit hockey wise for for, right. what, for what he did. I mean, he's I think he's one of the most skilled guys to ever play, but
0: he's got some of the dirtiest shootouts of the past 20 years yeah
2: so i actually met him uh last summer and then i'm actually in nashville i stay in nashville for the summer to to skate and train there's pretty pretty cool setup up here and uh he's actually on the ice with us three times a week so that that was pretty cool that this summer you know now i'm someone who i looked up to and skated with or you know watched watch play growing up and now he's out there on the ice with me you know three times a week kind of giving some tips and helping out so it's pretty cool
0: Pretty surreal. Yeah, we got somebody up there. Uh Seth Enzer plays in the SPHL. He you might run into him. He looks a bit, and I hope he doesn't hear this. He looks a bit like a a leprechaun. Uh, (laughs) He's got the red beard, uh, pale skin, complexion. Uh, I can't really say much about that because I can't catch the sun to save my life. But uh really okay, so you're in Nashville right now, obviously coming back here uh once it gets closer to the season. What excites you the most? about being back in north texas to play hockey i mean the obvious answer is family but is there anything else that kind of really kind of gets you amped up to be back home and and where you grew up yeah
2: i mean i think i I have a lot of great memories of of you know my hockey life like you know a lot of it is in texas obviously you know growing up and that's where i really like loved it and you know i can think back i don't have a lot of bad memories um you know or things that pop in that were oh man you know that wasn't a great part of texas hockey like a lot of it's really good really good stuff so I think just that part like being back you know I'm it's little stuff but I mean I'm wearing the number I grew up wearing which I haven't gotten to wear since you know I left and um, just I think just little stuff like that and just being excited you know and for the main thing that it's pro hockey I mean this is kind of what you work towards and Mm -hmm. I think I'm in a really good opportunity to play for someone like like Chad and um to play not only at home but for an organization like allen i mean it could be anywhere and you would say that allen's a really you know well-run organization so um stuff like that is obviously a plus um and i think just i think just being you know i don't want to say comfortable but in a place that you know it's a long year and it's it's you know it's it's not a a cliche anymore to say oh it's your job like it literally is your job now so Mm -hmm um you know to maybe be able to take a day on a day off and be able to go home and stuff like that is going to be you know pretty nice that a lot of guys aren't able to do so
0: do the does the family have season tickets already have they already called you I, and, you know or? i don't
2: i'm sure they will if that's how it works you know i don't know how it works i know that my uh i can say that my parents will probably be there a decent amount but you know that i know that they are they've seen I don't even want to, you know, tell you how many hockey games in the last (laughs) eight years. So I think there's probably going to be a few that they just they let they sit on the couch and watch on TV, which is fine with me. But um, no, I'm sure that I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, every home game, there's at least someone that I know pretty well in the stands, which, you know, is 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 not hard to. I think that makes it even easier than it would be in pro hockey to be able to get up for a game and, and, you know, be ready to go.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess you could sell your parents on the fact that the uh, Allen Events Center smells way better than any of the uh, health center, the Children's Stars Centers here in DFW. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's
2: fair. you know, they. Were, I was laughing with them the other day. I mean, I don't think you know we. They would have to drive me almost every day to a Stars Center, right? Like we're no. now. I don't think my parents have been inside a star Center in maybe like ten years, just because you so know I left and then. You know, when I started driving, that was it. <laughs> you know,
0: they're like, "Think here, make sure the bag fits in the back of your truck or your trunk or whatever." Here's yeah. your sticks. Get out. Just exactly. go. You got exactly. this.
2: They haven't. There hasn't been a lot. I think that's going to be cool too. I mean, obviously, they've been to a lot of my games in person over the last, you know, however many years since I left home, and they've traveled all over the country to see me, which is always great. But yeah, I mean, I think a, an easier trip up up the highway is, is probably going to be a,
0: a lot more fun. Yeah, for sure. Well, all right, so to allow the Americans and their fans to get to know you a little bit better, uh, we got to ask you a couple questions about about the man himself, uh, Hank Crone. So being back in North Texas, are there any restaurants or – and this is cool for us because we finally get to talk to someone who probably is a little bit more familiar with the city as opposed to you know guys that played here but only stuck around in Allen or didn't really get to spend much time here. Uh, any hole in the wall spots are, or local restaurants that you're excited to finally get back and, and have at your disposal on a cheat day.
2: Yeah. I mean, any, I mean, especially being in the upper peninsula of Michigan last year, I mean, any type of Mexican food is going to be, um, pretty, <laughs> Questionable. Pretty, pretty well, I mean, it's just going to be a lot better to be able to go anywhere and not have to really, you know, check into it. Um, so that, I mean, I love Mexican food. I'm a huge sushi guy and uh plenty I mean, of options so i'm biased just but we have a guy that we go to in cedar hill it's called uh b and n sushi so if anyone's ever in cedar hill you got to go support my guy benny best place we as a family go there probably once a month and we've known him for i don't know probably five plus years at the at the least so um no he's great so that's a good one for cedar hill and then I mean, I'm sure obviously everyone in Texas knows, but I don't think you can go wrong with stopping at Fuel City anytime. Anytime that you pass it, uh, that's kind of my maybe my guilty pleasure. If I pass it, I got to stop for at least a couple.
0: That's got to be dangerous because isn't there a Fuel City kind of out towards Cedar oh, Hill? Yeah, now? There's
2: one in Cedar Hill.
0: So yes. mm, that kind of
2: answers the <laughs> <your> question.
0: <laughs> I think that's the first Fuel City drop that we've had on uh, on the podcast too in almost two years, which is surprising.
2: And how could I forget? You know, now that I'm saying that, I mean, I haven't had Waterburger in a long time, so oh, you know, man, it's
0: still here for you. And, and I,
2: news. And I will say that I have have been um doing it correctly, and and you know, telling everyone that has never had it that it's better than In and Out, that you know, they don't need to under understand it until they eat it. You <laughs> know, You're so. a saint. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing I'm doing the work that needs to
1: be done.
0: We we love to hear that.
1: We'll dive into this one. What's the go to at Waterburger? I know uh, it's been a while, but you got to have one still. Yeah, Patty melt, no question. The, this guy, my man. I,
0: that's how you know. That's how you know this guy's a straight shooter because that's the way to go. Also, yeah, Whataburger came out with uh, the email today. The breakfast burger is apparently back. Oh fuck yeah, dude! That thing huge. is
1: a banger.
2: I was skeptical. It's so good. I was a uh, I was big honey butter chicken biscuit guy, but I think oh, it yeah. might be a it might be an age thing. I don't know. I, I'm back. I'm like my dad. I'm I mess with them. I mean. He's a big he likes the taquitos. So I think that's 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 what I've gotten every time in the last couple times I've been for breakfast. But
1: you can't really go wrong with any of the, the no, you're right. It's all good. It's all good. It really is. It really is. Yeah,
0: that's exciting to get you back there and, and get you get you uh set up with that. All right, so obviously you're a little bit younger than than some of the guys on the Americans. Uh so I don't know what the privileges are when it comes to the ox court. But say we're in the locker room and someone hands you the aux cord. What are your top three artists that you're gonna be putting on? Doesn't have to be songs, but top three artists that you're putting on.
2: I mean, is this like we're all just hanging out or are we like about to play?
0: This is pre-game. Oh. This is the bit this is the this is the heavy hitters.
2: Yeah. Um you know, I know a lot of a lot of people don't like it. I know my parents don't like it, but if it's before a game, I'm only listening to rap. So I think That's that fair. that might just be like a just like a confidence thing. I don't know. It makes me feel pretty good about myself, but um, that's, I'm going to be honest with you. That's really the only type of music I listened to before the game. And I'm not even really a big music guy. Like I'm kind of, you know, cause I know at Northern, like I, I obviously was only there for years. So, you know, I didn't have much say in it, but you know, I'm not the type to, you know, have headphones on and before the game, to be honest I'm more the type of whatever's on is on. And I like to, I like to keep it loose in the room. I'm not someone who's really, you know, you can't talk to them or anything like that. I think I play my best when I'm when I'm in a good mood. And um, no, I just try to keep it light. I mean, I guess it, that's what I mean. So the song question's tough because I wouldn't want to throw anyone off their off their game. You know what I mean? Like some guys some guys are really need to hear a certain type of song that like they can do that.
0: Yeah. So essentially what you're saying is you're you're a glue guy you're a glue guy in the locker room
2: glue guy is like that takes a lot to be a glue guy. But I mean, anyone that wants to say that I'm a glue guy, I'm going to go with it. I mean, that's never, <laughs> that's never a bad compliment. But.
0: Well, it's the Wada hockey endorsed glue guy. So we'll, we'll, we'll bring this to the Americans fans. We'll clip it. We'll put play in the locker room before it came. Like I'm a glue guy. Let's, yeah. Let the <laughs> entire team know. There it is. Uh, uh. So let's, let's take a step back too. Cause we didn't really talk about this at all. What was your, your college experience like? Because you played a lot of D1 hockey, like we said, most recently at Northern Michigan University and before that uh, at the University of Denver. So what what was your experience? Because I know that's a lot of people don't realize how big college hockey really is. So what was that experience like for you? Because, I mean, you guys took on Minnesota Duluth in one of your games and beat them, and they were number one in the nation at the time, right? Yeah, no,
2: I mean, my college hockey career has been um... – way more than the average college hockey player so i don't know if you saw it or didn't see it but so i actually my freshman year i went to boston university right and played uh my freshman year there i mean one of the best years of my life just you know being in college hockey a kid from texas especially at a place like bu um and that story actually there's a reason kind of behind it my so my dad used to work for the red sox and he um his travel agent was nice. actually his traveling oh. was actually mike Ruzioni's sister oh wow and so hmm. yeah so he you know he would always talk to mike and be like oh you know my kid plays hockey and i'm sure you know mike Ruzioni was thinking like okay yeah you're from texas like relax you know <laughs> uh, and then you know but he'd always joke around and say like how crazy would that be if hank would it be you so you know then obviously i'm growing up and miracle comes out and you know, I'm, I'm going to Boston all the time for uh, baseball stuff with my dad. And I kind of just fell in love with, you know, the thought of being involved in Boston sports. I mean, it is a pretty, pretty cool place um, for sports. And um, so I actually ended up committing to BU and uh, at 15 before I went to oh, Wow, And um, yeah, I mean, I, I always wanted to go there. So it was like a no brainer for me. Dream school um, had a really, really fun freshman year. I mean, we won hockey. We lost in the Elite Eight um played with numerous NHLers on that team. I mean, my freshman class alone was Kachuk, Bowers, Ference, uh Karate, and Solo. So there's like, you know, four or five guys right there that um are playing pro at the highest or a very high level and then you know, had Fabro, Chad Chris, um Ottinger and that. Um Oh yeah. You know, so a lot of a lot of greenway up front. I mean, a lot of NHL guys and a lot of guys that um you know we're really really awesome dudes so that was a really cool team i still talk to everyone in my freshman class all the time I and mean, we are buddy i was only there for a year but we still talk like you know we see each other every day which is something really special and then um my coach that year was david quinn and then going into my sophomore year he got the rangers job mm-hmm. so that kind of you know threw a through for a loop a little bit it was a little questionable what was going on so i thought it was best to move on and um went to denver um, you know, met same, same type scenario. I mean, a lot, met a lot of really cool people at Denver and friends for life. And, um, you know, a lot of people that, uh, showed me and taught me a lot of things. And, um, you know, the place is a really special place, like really cool culture to play. I mean, you know, people don't realize that they have, you know, the same amount of national championships as Michigan, you know, they're tied for first, like it's a, mm-hmm. it's a big, big time school. It's just hockey's the biggest thing. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was great. And, um, graduated early from Denver. So, you know, after my third year technically of of college and, um, the Northern Michigan, uh, connection was the assistant coach at Northern was my assistant coach in Fargo. And Fargo was like, you know, I love that place to death. I mean, I, I owe everything to Fargo, um, just for, I think my whole hockey career just kind of got me back on track and, um, you know, kind of showed me who, who I really was. And, and that guy was a huge part of it. And he was the assistant coach at, at Northern. And, you know, he kind of called and said, you know, I, I know you're probably kind of sick of college and, and all this, but, you know, if you want to come here and, and really, you know, show people what you can do, you know, we want you, you know, right now. And I, you know, thought, thought a lot about it and said, you know, it has nothing to do with school, really. It's just another year to play and kind of showcase myself and um, play for a coach like Grandpa Tony, who, you know, his brother played in the NHL. He's coached the world junior team a few times just going again this December so someone who you know has a lot of say and who I really respect and um it was kind of a match made in heaven I got there and got off to a really hot start and um kind of proved in my opinion you know what I was always capable of doing in college you know given the opportunity and um and that's what happened I mean I got the opportunity and I definitely didn't slow down and um that's kind of where why we're sitting here today and Kind of like northern you know it's it was similar to fargo that i was going to a really cold place and all i was worried about was hockey and and it worked out pretty good
0: i mean that's uh, that's an in-depth uh description of of everything that's awesome i think that's probably the one of the most in-depth descriptions we've had of the the college hockey experience and uh, yeah. r- real quick before we move on from that, did you get to play in the Beanpot? Because I know that's like yep. yeah, one of the biggest games ever.
2: Yeah, so we won the first uh, Beanpot game that year. It was actually a pretty crazy game. Tony Amonti's kid was also on my team, uh, Ty, and he scored the game winner in double overtime. It was like 145 at night. Jeez. Uh, so that was the first Monday. And then the second Monday, we actually we played um, Northeastern in the final. We lost. They had a pretty good team that year. They had Godette Sakura. Um, Stevens, like the you know, they had Davies. They had like four or five NHL. Yeah. Teams, so they were legit. And Goddard had a hat trick. You know, he won the hobie that year, so he was having a pretty good year. Um, so yeah, they beat us in the bean pot that night. But honestly, we it all was worth it. I mean, the hockey's final my freshman year was insane. I mean, we beat we beat BC in overtime, full packed house, and then the next night. Um, sold out TD. We beat Providence 1 0 to go to the tournament, so that was pretty cool, man. Pretty cool memory, yeah. And uh, actually, another really, really, really special one for my freshman year was we played Cornell at Madison Square Garden on Thanksgiving, so that was sold out. And that was, I mean, obviously pretty sweet. Um, you know, half the rink was Cornell fans and half the rink were BU fans and alumni and stuff, so it was really special.
0: That's amazing. That's badass, yeah. BU in Denver, I, I. I can attest haven't been in Boston for a little while during hockey season. That place is insane. And I've got a buddy that lives in Denver and he's like, Hey, if you're coming to Denver, you know, the Avalanche is, is a great organization, but you might want to look into uh university of Denver for some hockey games. So definitely put, putting that one on the bu- the bucket list, but uh, back to uh, getting, getting to know you a little bit more before we wrap things up. Uh, I've, I've seen this being asked on a lot of social media platforms and I've been kind of, uh, asking myself the same thing. Cause I'm kind of weird when it comes to it, but are you a, are you a coffee guy or no coffee?
2: Yeah. I'm not like an everyday coffee guy. I wouldn't go that far, but like if I'm craving one hundred percent and then before every game for
0: sure. Are we, uh, are we straight black, any cream, any sugar?
2: Um, if it's like a game, I'll just get black ice, nothing to it. And I'll just kind of sip on it. You know, it's not really easy to just crush those. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good cuz I don't need to do that. So right. I mean if I'm enjoying one I'm, you know, I might get a little something in there but nothing nothing ever too crazy cuz when it gets and then I'm when it gets a little sweet I, I think it kind of takes away from the whole point of having a coffee.
0: That's true. You got to power through. Yeah. Uh are you are you binge watching any TV right now or are you a, a movie guy on the bus at all?
2: Yeah, I'm a huge TV movie guy. I mean, depends what I mean, I could go all day on the genres and stuff that I've been watching. <laughs> Um most be-
0: recent. Give us give us some of your most recent stuff that you yeah, been-
2: most recent that I binge watched was um the the actually the murder documentary, the staircase. Oh great, oh, wait, great one the
0: documentary yeah. or the show about it.
2: Yeah, and I and then I binged the HBO show.
0: Okay, okay, because the documentary was oh, insane, watch that one.
2: and the and the HBO show does a really good job because they got everyone down, like their movements, how they talk, how they look to a T. So, like once you watch the documentary, it's like a lot more interesting.
0: Oh, it's wild! Yeah, that documentary was fantastic. Yeah, uh, we got to ask. This is the popular question: Have you watched Stranger Things?
2: You, yeah, no. See, that's the one thing. So I, I, I know I got a bunch of buddies and a bunch of people that you know have said you know you got to watch this, watch that. I've always kind of argued that I'm not huge into like, you know, if it couldn't happen, That's that fair. Sense, you know what I mean? But yeah. I've also heard that, you know, once you're into it, it's like any other show. I mean, I, there's been shows that I didn't think I would like that I did. So um, I would, I guess I would go and say that it's on my list. I wouldn't lie to you guys and say it's high up on my list.
0: Have you watched? All right. Speaking of that, since you kind of are more on the, the crime documentaries and docu-series, have you watched Mindhunter on Netflix?
2: Yes, that show I really enjoy. So it that's an example of, you know, that could happen or, you know, right? More yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what about Peaky Blinders? Because I feel like that's kind of historically accurate ish. I,
2: I started it, I think for a little bit, the the accents were throwing me off. Oh, yeah, you got to rock, rock the subtitles on that one. A lot to yeah, through, though, you know, kind of like constantly hearing it. I mean, I slowed down on it. Um, I would say you know there's only been a couple shows that like really uh like pull me you know what i mean like that where i'm like i can't stop watching it you yeah. know I would say that say that's every show but i mean i i'm i'm not embarrassed about it. i mean the genres you know range so i could be watching ozark and then the next day i'm watching love island so there's you know there's a lot right. of things that are going
0: on there but that's fair ozark fantastic not i don't want to spoil anything but that ending. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm going hic- to kick it over back to Patrick. He's got a, uh, we, this is his, his signature uh, personalization question. And it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good way to segue from
1: talking about TV and film. It is. And we've gotten a gambit of answers. You can be as humble or arrogant. Is that oh, the right co- word?
0: I think cocky. I cocky's think cocky's probably different.
1: better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making a movie about you, and you get input on casting. Who would you recommend, or who would you like to see play you in the movie about your life? Yeah, I mean, if we're going on it like,
2: who do I think should, or who would I want?
1: If oh, I, yeah. Either
2: either or. Okay, should, I don't know if I have an answer, because I'd have to really dive into that. But who I would want, and who... I think a lot of guys would want to be right now. I would say
0: Miles Teller. Ah, going, very popular opinion. He's been in quite a bit of stuff lately. Yeah.
1: Give Miles Teller a beard. I can see it.
2: Yeah. yeah well, that's what I mean. I usually, usually don't have a beard. Usually have a haircut. I mean, I've been in, in summer. I've been just grinding away. Right. I haven't really had much time to do anything, but, but go to the rink and stuff. But, no, I mean, I, I I need to definitely get it fixed before we get some headshots in because even, <laughs> even though it's not college, you know, I'm sure i'll I'll still hear about it if I take a picture looking like this from my mom. So
1: <laughs> parents well, always always care more than uh, I think everybody else does. My mom, I'll hear about it,
0: yeah, yeah, I get it I still.
1: I actually have one more follow up, and this is just catching on to something that you mentioned in passing. So you said Chad Costello. He's kind of been a mentor, almost giving you advice, and you referred to him as Chad earlier. Yeah. As the coach, what do you guys call him? Is he Coach Costello?
2: Yeah, I'm sure at the rank I'll I'll just stick to coach, just because it's pretty, you know, pretty easy. But I mean, you know, when you're, that's a thing. Like that's the other thing about you know when you and this isn't even. I mean, it's not like what level of pro it is doesn't matter. You know, once you get out of school, you know, it does feel like obviously things are a lot different. Like, you know, maybe I called uh the coach at Northern Grant once or twice, maybe, but it was probably when the <laughs> was done. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't yeah. but I feel like when you get to pro, like, you know, when I talk to Chad on the phone, I mean the season hasn't started yet. And it just that's, you know, kind of how we talk. And I mean, I also think that though that's like what's really cool about, you know, getting into pro and experiences experiencing it is you know it's your job and it's real life and you know you you got to go about it like any other type of job and you know your teammates or your coworkers and you know looking at it like that. I mean, um, usually the best hockey teams are when there's obviously a huge respect factor with the coach, but also when everyone's on the same page and it's kind of a family like bond and um you know everything that he said this summer is is kind of you know pointing to that's the type of group he wants and and you know what he's trying to create and I mean, he's obviously won and he's won in Allen. So, um, I think that it's, you know, he's a pretty easy guy for not just people like me, but for people who don't know him to, you know, to buy in right away and to listen to him and, and to try to, uh, you know, do what he wants us to do and create a culture that, you know, he's obviously been a part of when it's successful.
0: I mean, that's,
1: that all makes sense.
0: Makes sense. And it gets me excited, man. I'm ready to see you guys back at the rink uh, in Allen. I know all the Americans fans are excited to see you guys back. Uh, You know, we can't tell you thank you enough for for coming on, hanging out with us. Um, We usually ask at the end of every show, we have a certain sign off, um, you know, with with you coming to the Americans for the first time in lieu of a sign off. uh, If you have a message for the Americans fans that are going to listen to this, uh, what would it be to uh, to kind of get them hyped for the upcoming season? Yeah, I would
2: just say, um, I mean, kind of just to piggyback on what I just said about Um, you know the culture that that uh, I know uh, Chad is trying to create and not only him but the whole and um, you know you said a lot of special things about you know not only the organization but the place and I obviously know that being from Texas and I think it's um, at any level it's you know it's a really big deal to to go as far as you can in the season and hopefully win and um, I think being able to do that Um, and kind of represent that league from, you know, a Texas point of view is, would be something really special. And I know that, um, like I said, he's done it before and he, you know, we're not looking at the season like, Oh, let's see how we do. I know that the, the, the idea is already, you know, we're trying to win the whole thing right away Mm -hmm. and we're trying to come out and it's supposed to be, you know, it's going to be quick and it's going to be high flying. I would say that um, to get the fans excited, uh, everything that I've heard, and I know, you know, I can only speak for myself what I'm going to, um, try to bring it's. There's going to be a lot of goals, and there's going to be a lot of you know back and forth, and um, I think it's going to be really special with you know the group that we have, that you know a lot of guys that are trying to play at a higher level and are very capable of playing at a higher level. And when you put um, you know as many guys like that on one team, um, you know there's no reason really not to be successful. And I think that um, from what I've heard and what I've seen, that's that's kind of the direction the group's going.
0: Well, I love it. I can't wait to see you guys. And and I know all the fans are excited. Uh, But with that being said, I want to thank you again for your time. Uh, I want to thank all the sponsors, Texas hockey, Apparel, sauce, toss, Conway and banks, uh, uh, GAC, the newest, uh, affiliate for the, uh, the, the water hockey podcast. But, uh, Patrick, if you want to let them know, we'll, we'll wrap this up.
1: Yeah. I'll take Jason's and mine. Also, yeah. Hank, Fink let you off the hook because we usually ask for a sign off in addition to yeah. a message, not in lieu of. So we'll let you slide on that one. Okay. Well,
0: I'll, <laughs>
1: I'll throw in though, thanks to Texas
2: Hockey Apparel though. I actually messaged them when I signed and um, I think they're sending me a little care package so I can help wrap it. And um, just like kind of what you guys are doing. I think it's really cool to, you know, obviously grow it as much as we can. I think the logo is freaking sweet. So. Um, that's that's
1: some high-quality stuff. Yeah, yeah. We spots. we all have multiple shirts of theirs. and yeah, we do. Can't recommend it enough.
2: Well, there you go. Then maybe that can count as something extra, right?
0: There you go.
1: There, there you go. go. Shout-out Texas Hockey Pro. There <laughs> you go. That's a sign-off. I love it. Garrett will be pleased to hear that one. Yeah, you will. For myself and Jason, stay sassy, stay moist.
0: And don't for any reason whatsoever, even if it means – visiting the best sushi in cedar hill uh forget your credit tattoos